For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Well, hello, hello, hello out there, listening audience. It's your girl, Barbara McGee, coming uh, to you live from the penthouse. And we're in Southern California. And I'm sorry it's been a little quiet on this end. But, you know, we've all got our cross to bear. I just want to say thank you to Galaxy Talk Radio and to T25CL.com that allows me to come live streaming to you every week on Tuesdays at 7.30. Hey, tonight I'm calling all men, calling all men. Hey, let's see if we've got a man on the line. You know what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about Colin Kaepernick and how he is taking a stand for uh, against police brutality. Let's see who we've got on the line here. Hey, you're listening to Straight Talk. State your name and tell me who's calling. Uh, Rodney Best. Ah, hey Rodney, how are you? Uh, I just walked in. I'm I'm blessed. I tell you. I'm oh, I blessed. tell you, you've got perfect timing. I was like, oh my goodness, we, uh, it's it really. And you know, Rodney, this is the interesting thing about this. You know, I don't know about you, but I know for myself, as being African American and being female. And being born where I saw the struggle and where I've got a lot of information already data recorded in my head, I guess now I'm just, I'm kind of exhausted with this whole thing that's happening to us. But I'm exhausted at the most important time in history when we really need to be able to stand together as one. And I'm starting to think that the reason that Colin Kaepernick, who is our subject of tonight, and his stance against police brutality, I'm starting to think that a lot of us are exhausted, us that have voices. And so we sit back in our offices and we let everybody chatter about their likes and dislikes or his lack of showing patriotism, lack of showing that he's a true-blooded American, disgracing the NFL with bringing such Stuff that brings us together, you know, to the NFL stadium. How dare he ruin the Holy Grail on Sunday, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's starting to be like the people who could really say the most poignant things are not talking. Or are they talking and they're not at the forefront? There's something really tricky going on right now. And I'm hoping we could shed some light on it tonight. Uh, Riley, what's your take on it? The Colin Kaepernick stance and the way the world is showing support and showing lack of support and what he's standing for. What's your take? Well, you know, I, I tell you honestly, Barbara, um, if you take away the name Kaepernick, what would we have? 
you know, and and, and, I, and I said this to a lot of people, a lot of people, take the name away, and what do we have? You see, to me, the media is pushing this name, and it's not all the media, because the, the, the real true African-American media is still focusing on the fact that we have young black children young black children being killed in the streets of America. So we're we're staying focused on how do we put legislation in to change this, where the media has taken and put this man's name out here and and is trying to, to get us to focus on this man's name, on this man kneeling on a knee. And I don't. I concur with him. I think it's an excellent move for what he chooses to do in his life. But like I said to many of my brothers and sisters, let's not lose focus of what we're trying to accomplish in our lives. We've got a black man elected president. There is nothing we can't do when we start looking at the legislation that's doing these things, that's allowing these people to become, quote, unquote, officials of the United States of America. And that's a, that's a, that's a, a, a pretty big order, you know, because you're talking 50 states and I don't know how many cities and counties that you're going to have to get people to start picking up the phone and telling on people, <laughs> you know. Well, they, they got they do it down here like this. It, it's the same. It's the same way it was. <laughs> oh, you got that, huh? <laughs> I do get that. I do get that. You're absolutely right. I think that's another thing. Not to cut you off, but you're right. You know, we're starting to see, and I tell you, shortly this is going to change too. You know, Facebook has become a better opportunity for ready media than television because they've been able to program that. And so now that Facebook brings us police brutality live and in our living room, I mean, it's a bit much to see what my girlfriend did this past weekend and then all of a sudden, oh, my goodness, I see someone shot and killed by the police live on Facebook. So I guarantee you that's going to change. And therefore, uh, it's making awareness is really what we need. We need to be more aware that there is something that we can do. And the people See, you who just are, hit the, are, you hit the nail on the head, Barbara, when you yes. said making awareness. You see, you you just you just hit that nail solid on the head because see, this man's name, this man's name is is, is 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 his name, but the awareness of the lives of children being taken away is where we need to keep our focus at. You know, we Absolutely. can't follow the follow the media. I mean, Kaepernick. You know, like uh, I, I, I think Jim Brown said it the best. I like this statement. He said, "Hey, I, I support what the brother's doing." He said, "But are we going in reverse if we don't step up and try to change legislation now?" Absolutely. You know? And you know what? I want to get back to that. We have a caller on the line. Let's 
had our caller to the penthouse tonight. Hey, you know what? You're live on Straight Talk. Hello? Give us your name. You're live on Straight Talk. Hello? Hello? Go ahead. This is Tim Denton, T.J. Denton. Oh, hello. Hi, Tim. Great to have you uh, on. Yes, everybody, this is a well-renowned author and a San Franciscan Bay Area. Uh, did you have a, 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 a quote or did you have a thought that you wanted to express about Colin Kaepernick and the issues surrounding him? Go ahead. I just wanted to add that I applaud his courage to come out, and there is no more perfect stage than what he's on um, um, to present his case and to get people to actually start listening. Um, there, there are issues. There, there, there's definitely issues. There's a lot of internal issues that we don't. I'm former law enforcement, retired. So there's some things that we don't talk about. Um, the um, the system is still there. Um, excuse me. And we don't talk about these things um, because we still have brothers and sisters that still serve um, it, it, on on the blue side. Um, and, but on the positive note, um, my concern is when I worked out there in the community. Um, we had a lot of bad actors out there, and the families of these bad actors knew who they were. Our concern was getting these guys off the street, couldn't harm the good people. And I believe I said this before, and I'll say it again. There's no such thing as a bad cop. It's just no such thing. There's bad people that put uniforms on. Amen. Amen. And they do it. They do it behind the pulpit. They do it in a robe as a judge and in Congress and everywhere else. Can you say that again? Say that again. I said there are bad people that put on a cloak in the church, that put on the robe as judges and serve as Congress. Well, there you have it on the straight talk. That was well said. So, so tell me, Tim, from that aspect, what, what, what do you think is happening when people, I just read an article where people are now threatening his life and where others who are in the NFL who have decided to stand with him and stand up against police brutality, why are they wanting enforcement here? In a lot of okay, they may be on my end. I, I I'm I'm driving, <laughs> but I I okay. did wanted to I wanted to join the show. Okay. Right. Right. Go ahead. All right. Oh, so Bradley, what do you think about that? Why do you think um, we're having this problem? Well, I I think I think the honest thing of the problem is America. Listening to the press. The see, the America is not reading the history books to see exactly 
how America has moved into dealing with the situation of bad police officers, bad politicians, and bad community people. Now, you know, I concur with the gentleman. It's, 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 we, we, we have had in the past this similar, same situation. Now, you know, for, for people to say that, 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 that Kaepernick is coming out, I don't know what he's coming out of. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I applaud the brother for saying I'm going to kneel on this because right now I want to say this is what I'm going to start doing in my life. But I don't see him coming out because we've, we've been out there for years saying the same thing. But the media, the media is playing this one man because of who he is. You know, and, and they started out with his money. Now they're looking at his ethnicity. But America, well, 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 did you know, I, let me take this moment and just, uh, just bring up people up to date, because this was something that I didn't know, all right? Did you know that in 2009, there were, before that, there was never anybody that pledged allegiance to the flag? And the reason why this pledging of allegiance to the flag was because the NFL received from the United States Department of Defense $6.4 million to start to include and indoctrinate patriotism within the ceremony of the football uh, uh, going on. And so at that point in 2009, it was kind of like a requirement. And that's when people, I guess, as you said earlier, Rodney, to change the face of how we looked or how we were appearing when we were involved with wars and with political stances that were less than appealing. So that's what they wanted everyone to do. So this idea of not singing the, uh, the anthem is not necessarily what I would consider an act of being a non-patriot. And then number right. two, if we really read the third stanza, where it talks about the fact that the slaves and the handmen won't be free anyway, why would you want to sing something like that? And I want to go, I want to go straight. I'm going to Southern California. Let's see. Hey, you're on straight up. State your name and tell us uh, what's your comment about standing uh, on Sunday in the NFL arena for against police brutality. Hi, Barbara. It's Rosalind. Is just tuning in. I just tuned into your program right now. Hey, um, Rosalind. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, my sis. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing good. Hey, Rosalind. Hey, I got a birthday coming up this weekend, so clear your books. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now you tell me my books are so books is crazy. I have oh, a great really? schedule. But we, you know what? I'll try to find some time there for my girl, of course. Okay. Of course. All right, all right. But anyway, go ahead. What were your thoughts on that, or were you just listening right now? Make a comment in a minute. Well, you know, I was listening, but, you know, everybody's seen this on the news. Everybody's seen this on the news. And honestly, for myself, I'm supporting Kaepernick. I support him and the brothers that are standing up because they're, the thing of it is, is what's taking place is that it's bringing more awareness of what's going on within this country, um, and they have a right. They have a right to do what they're doing, to stand up for what they believe in. Um, and Absolutely. I see, I, 
I, I see nothing, you know, I, honestly, for myself, that's just my opinion. I'm, you know, and I, I congratulate the brothers. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate your comment and your presence and your Wednesday night show. That's okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Tim, who's driving. Hey, Tim, I just wanted to come back to you right now, and I know that you have had an extensive background in serving your country, and we thank you for your service and back being involved in law enforcement. But, but my point is, is, what do you think about the fact that so many other people are standing right um, do you feel that it is an irreverent that is happening amongst the African-American players who would dare to stand and make a political statement on a sacred day at Sunday football? Do you think that the NFL and these countries see them as being that they have made it over and so they should just let those who be caught up be caught up? Okay, what, what I've done with some of my peers in law enforcement, um, we are actually starting to print out that third and fourth verse. I think if people see it and they actually see what it says, okay, it is actually appalling to ask us to stand for that. It's, it's actually a, it's offensive to ask us to stand for that. Because it's, 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 it's symbolic for something that they believe that we should have been slaves, and if not slaves, we should be dead. Absolutely. Okay, and if anything, because I'm, I'm as patriotic as they come. You cut my skin up under it, you'll see red, red, white, and blue. But the bottom line is, right is right, wrong is wrong. It, 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 I don't know if you've heard the um, 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 America the Beautiful as well. It's pretty much just as bad. That that poem is just as bad. If if you read the whole poem, it's just as bad and degrading. Um, those songs should be omitted. They should be taken off. There, there's other songs that we can make for our country to represent our country. Well, you know, here's the interesting thing. You know, Rosalind, as you know, she's a, a songstress. And the interesting thing to know is Tim, don't hang out. We just got a little bit of noise. Please don't hang out. Uh, but just do know that, you know, these songs that were made in the 17 and 1800s, these hymns, you know, they have uh, uh, five and six stanzas. And I know you know, Rosalind, from being in church and from being well aware of music, uh, Rodney, that you can get so far deep down in the song until the song becomes, uh, the meaning of the song is something that you and I and the rest of the world, we don't even believe in because it is glorifying a period in time in which white men were fighting for their freedom and everybody else was to bear the focus and bear the burden of helping them to create their freedom and what it meant for them to be out of English tyranny. I went to a church and I was listening to this gentleman who was a um, uh, um, was in the armed forces. He fought in World War II, maybe older gentleman, and he had everyone stand up and pledge to Francis Scott Key. He said it's necessary that we do this because 
this is patriotic. And the entire time he never mentioned Jesus, but he was talking about this flag. And Francis Scott Key held slaves. He was a slaver. And so it is not important for me to reminisce upon him and his victory and his freedom when I, to this day, do not have mine. And guarantee you, when you take off the football uniform, you become just another black man, and you can be pulled over, and it can happen to you. Uh, Rodney, go ahead with your comment. Sure, sure. You know, <laughs> you said that right, because um, once you once you take off your suit and tie, you become just a common man walking down the street. But there is there is one thing I want to really elaborate on with the Kaepernick situation. You know, we as American people right now are choosing to support and not support. My question to America, especially to the American people that are choosing this, where'd you get it from? Why 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 are you bent on support of him kneeling for the flag as opposed to gathering support to change legislation that will start correcting the situation. You know, maybe I'm one step ahead. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in the cart and I'm, 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 I'm driving this horse or the horse is trying to get behind the cart and push it. But I'm trying to feel where we went from the fact that these lives were falling in the street, they're falling in the street, and there's no national legislation from any congressman, congresswoman, state legislator that is being put on paper to say, you know, we need to rewrite this. We need to rewrite this. We need to rewrite this. But everybody is coming forward and saying, well, Kaepernick, you know, I I support you and and, and, and Kaepernick, you know, you you're bringing a a, a, a different enlightenment about the, uh, the 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 anthem, and and there's words in here that shouldn't be in here. What about the kids? Hmm. Well, you know, Rodney, I agree thoroughly with you, and of course we have a Tim, and you know he's wrote a book, and he Tim is also a guest with us, and I'm going to go to Tim right now. He's driving. Okay, one second. Um, and this is go to Roslyn. Uh, Tim, yeah. uh, you heard what uh, Rodney was saying about policy. So right. what do you think we need to do with your experience? What do you think what? needs to happen to change policy to make this much more of an even feel in dealing with, you know, law enforcement? Um, like I stated before, the impact that it had on me after reading, actually reading that verse, um, I had to sit down, and I cheered up. I mean, I fought for this country. I bled for this country. I have wounds that I'll take, that, that I'll take to my grave with me. And to know that it was under false pretenses, it hurts real bad. Um, I say that we fight to change the legislation legislation to get it removed, get the song removed. I want the whole song removed, not just the verses. They they hid the verses intentionally. 
but did not <laughs> open the song itself. If you excuse the expression, don't don't pee on me and tell me that it's rain. Yes. yes. Absolutely. I would agree with you thoroughly. Hey, everybody, you're listening to uh, T25CL. Our website is www.T25CL.com. Check us out. You can get uh, music. You can download film. And particularly, you can support United We Stand, which is coming to a theater near you. Roslyn, my question for you is what do you think, as a woman, as a female, somebody that I know you uh, worship on Sunday. I know that you don't uh, partake in the full-on football regalia that jumps off on Sundays. But <laughs> I know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Miss Barbara. Hold on, Miss Barbara. Yes, I do. I love me some football. Ever since I was a kid, I love football. <laughs> so I do. I love me some football. I used to. Well, say, you know that you can't get in in the way of the train, and it's almost like you know it's an unsung thing. Here is the field where you know you've got a lot of African American men playing, and then all of a sudden you've got this pressure coming from the front office that if you dare decide to kneel or follow Kaepernick, you could lose your endorsement. You could lose your uh, uh, job. You could shed a negative light. You could become the uh, the D word, which is distraction. Nobody wants a distraction on the field. So what do you think about that? Well, you know, the thing of it is that one young man, he, he lost one endorsement, okay, that he had for years. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is and, was, and I want to go back to what Rodney was saying, because he said why we're, we're, we're so much concentrated on what, what Kaepernick is doing, what these young men are doing. The fact of the matter is that they're doing this. We have been trying to get legislature, all these things that we've been marching and, 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 and bloodshed on the streets and all this stuff that's been going on, still going on. And when, if there is a distraction that can bring about some type of an awareness, continue to bring, I don't care what it is. And this is what he's bringing forth. He's not saying that he's, um, you know, going against the law or going against, you know, anything regarding, you know, um, this country. The thing of it is, he loves the country, but it's, the country doesn't love us. And the thing of it is, what's going on within this country I don't care if you, you can be Uncle Sam, you could be Aunt Bertha. If you out there and you, you want to take a knee because you're sick and tired of what's going on in these streets, then do it. Don't, don't hold that against me because, you know, for myself, I'm tired of this. He didn't make everybody kneel down. He was being that example of saying, you know what, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of our black boys dying on the streets. I'm tired of African Americans being African Americans being um, wronged in this country and in Sweden, a, a United States of America, where we're supposed to be loved. I don't think so. So when you think about that, and you think about all the legislations and all the laws and all this thing that needs to be passed, has it been passed yet? No. But the thing of it is, is what's going on right now is that people people just need to take a stand. It's going to take time, y'all, and it's been taking time. All for what? We've been out of, out of slavery, what, just 300 years? You know, that ain't much time. That is not much time. 
And so when we think about the, the things that have to be done and the rights that we have to stand up for, standing up for one another, as black people, as African-American people, as people of color, period, if we do not stand up for one another, stop killing one another, it's bad enough, you know, we're killing one another, and I hate the cops killing us too. We need to put our mindset on what we're doing and, and, and support one another. Let's come together as a people, you know. Then, okay, maybe then, then these people in these high offices and high legislatures, legislatures and these, these um, uh, places that changes the laws and puts these bills into place, then maybe they, they'll, they'll, they'll take, uh, bring attention to it and start changing some things. But mm-hmm. until we as a people start changing us, ourselves, then what, what, what's, the, what's the use? So until, you know, until we can realize, okay, well, Hey, Kaepernick, brother man, you go ahead on. And the other other brothers doing that same thing. And the brother, if you lose an endorsement, what is that saying? What is that saying? Is that endorsement saying, hey, uh, look, black man, uh, oh, I'm giving you this money, but you got to stand up for what I believe in, what what you believe in. Okay? Right. Do you believe, do you believe exactly. in this country? Do you believe in, in, in equality? What do you believe in? Exactly. I tell you, Rosalind, it's just it's mind-boggling that we're seeing this in 2016. I thank you for your comment. Hey, we're going to go to Central California. Hey, you're live on Straight Talk with the Higher Fresh. Go ahead. We're speaking up about Colin Kaepernick's brave stance for injustice in this country. Did you have a, a question or a comment? Hello? Okay, we have a supporter there. We have a supporter. I want to go back to you, Rodney. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. So I know, we know that you're a Raider fan. And we know that you were in the stands on Sunday when the Raiders, I mean, they gel together. And, you know, I'm Raider for life. Raider for life. But did you see anybody take a knee? That was my question for you. I I I you know what? I think they took the camera off of these guys when they started the game. I I don't know what that was about, but uh, if 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 I if I um, I I don't recall actually seeing anyone because you know the game was down in uh, New Orleans in um in and I I don't recall I I really think that they really. That part of the country really downplayed the, you know, the whole thing. They, I don't know. They didn't, uh, they didn't filter around the benches and and show things. So I really didn't see it. But, but see, but Barbara, that's that's the point I'm trying to make. You see, these these men that are out there uh, doing the things they're doing with with children in the community and focusing on children and trying to do things to assist them. They, they they might they might hold that as their as their uh, uh, candle to to shed light, and, and and I don't think that anyone saying anything it can be wrong in this instance. I mean, this man made a choice. He made a choice of going forward, and it's and it's coming forward to show that I want I want to make I want to not make some noise. I I want to make myself visible and when I become visible this this whole matter is going to become visible well 
I, 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 I applaud that, but I still say, just like the officer said, it, it's not everybody. It, it, it's a few people. And and until we until we start putting the legislation down to change them, the same way we got Black History into schools and made it an elective, it's the same way we now have to start putting a matter of Black lives, Black children lives that are being taken off of the streets for 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 no no specific purpose. And we we got to challenge it, and and we can't wait. We have to challenge now. I think. You know when when the uh, when the uh, 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 death occurs of someone and it's demeaning or unmeaningful, I think we have to, we have to say NAACP Urban League step up. We don't have to be a member, but we can get them to step up with their legislation, uh, their legislation team, and let's start filing against these things, filing against them where they get the national attention of. Stepping up and filing against these these uh, officers because now we're going to see what laws they have in place to keep this type of a person's behavior in an official capacity. You know, and until we, if you see, we see where I'm coming from. That's, that's I what do I'm see it. I do see it absolutely. Hey, everybody, it's eight o'clock straight up, and you're listening to uh, the T25CL family on Straight Talk. We've got Rosalind with Rosalind Corner. You know, she comes on on Wednesday nights at 7.30. And uh, also we have my executive producer, Mr. Rodney Best. He's in the penthouse tonight. He's a wealth expert. And then we have Mr. Tim Denton, who is also on. He's got a hot new book out and always has great ideas and is a friend to the show. Uh, Tim, I wanted to come around. I wanted to ask you a question. So, is it possible for us to have a instead of internal affairs to oversee and follow through with the discipline and the investigation of the police uh, uh, entities? Is it possible for us to have civilians that are elected by the city to sit on the board to look out over that? Or, or how would we? We we we, we have that. We actually have that. It's called the Oversight Committee. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you got a name. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me? I said we got a name. <laughs> yeah, it, it's called the Oversight Committee. Um, that's not what we need. That's not what we need. What we, what we need is to, is to change our recruiting program. We have to change the requirements right. Um, right. in the hiring process. We need people of the community to police the community. They know their community. They have a love for the community that no one else has. So it's that, that's what I believe it's going to take to succeed in the communities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, now, you know what I like with what I said with that. But as I went to my city, the city that I love, which is Oakland, California, I see the town does not share my faith, nor does it share my values. Matter of fact, I've become 
and people that look like me have become displaced. So it's hard to feel good about elected officials who, number one, would allow me to become displaced in the beginning, and then number two, who see me as the enemy if there is a question and I'm out and I'm on the block. So, so how do we affect to change and make ourselves part of the fabric as we it would have to be established. Change yeah, another another outside community would have to be established. Hmm. That hasn't Such been done as, yet. So, so meaning like as an unincorporated town, like we put together some blocks and have a, have a block represented by citizens that have those citizens. Involved in the oversight committee? Uh, yes, and also there there has to be requirements um, in choosing that 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 committee as well. Um, and, and and I believe it'll still have to um, have requirements like education, um, um, community work, and community involvement. We, it, we we can't just pick someone at random. I see. I see exactly what you mean. Well, and tell us again about your book. I know this is off topic, but I have you on, and I know that the call could drop anytime. So tell us again about your book, a little bit about where, uh, what it's about, and where we can find it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon Books, and it's also on eBooks. Um, it's called The Big Payback by T.J. Denton. Um, a group of former Marines that served together um, abroad. They served together on the police force. They retired. Um, They lived their respective lives. Uh, Something happened one night with the main character. He tried to rectify. He was in a situation, tried to rectify it, was unable to, and had to call his team together. Uh, The system went against him. The system went against him. So he had to call his team together, and this is a special team. That's why it's called the Big Payback. They they weren't ready for his team. Okay. So, well, we're ready this, for that book. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It sounds like it could be a, a really great movie as well. I, I would pray for that. Yes. Well, we wish you the best with that, and don't leave us. I just wanted to get that out there. Okay, uh, so thank you. A little bit about your background and how you can have such plenty of things to say. I want to go to Rodney. Rodney. Yep. Yep. Okay, so Rodney, tell me, um, give me a, a, an example of what some of the guys say at the football game about this political statement being done on Royal Sunday. You, you know, the the um, the words I heard in the upper nation was, let's play ball. That's, that, that was literally the beginning. And and then as then once, the, once the, 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 the anthem was over, everybody was saying, yeah, I can understand, you know, how this, um, how, you know, how he's making a stance like that and they're, 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 they're taking up. And it's just about time that, in other words, it's about time, you know, 
uh, you know, these guys that are making all that money, they come out and, 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 and voice their opinion and show their support. And I, and I, and I, say, and I say to myself, I say, you know, I'm listening to, to quite a few people who I know who haven't read history books and, 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 and really don't know, um, you know, from the, the, the very first black baseball player right up to present day that they, they have been making statements. They have, they have been out there. But the only one that I know that put his foot down and changed legislation was a man by the name of Muhammad Ali. See, because they had to rewrite the law about draft when Muhammad Ali took his stance and they took him out of there. That he paid a penalty. He suffered a, a, a big blow. But they rewrote it, man, and it changed our lives. It made a big change in our lives. For, You're for absolutely right. You know, yeah. for the professional athlete, it made a big change. So, so the question becomes, as I say again, as I was saying to him, the question became, who, who up here, who out there can say, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run for a political office, and I'm gonna be the person that, that that starts writing legislation to start changing in the United States of America, because see the people we got in office right now, they were there last year, they were there year before last, they were there the last five years possibly, and this death was occurring. So I I concur with Rosalind. She said, yeah, there needs to be some attention brought to it. You know, there needs to be uh, 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 something done politically. Yeah, we need to vote these people out. Put them out. Mm-hmm. Put some people in there of the people, by the people, for the people. Back to you, Rod. Absolutely. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. And you know what, Rodney? Here's something that's very, very interesting. Because when we first started talking, we used the term um, that Colin Kaepernick came out. And, you know, that means that you come out with your statement. But it also can mean that you come out with your sexual um, exploits, with with your sexual, uh, uh, how do I say, what's the word, with preference, and that you want to make a statement of that. And I think he would have been more well-received had he ignored the injustices that were happening to black people and he had come out and said that he was gay I think that would have been more readily received by America than it has been me saying, I don't appreciate looking at someone who is within his legal rights dying on Facebook. I don't want to see that anymore. And then it's, now we have to start to question what kind of environment are we living in? Because now... We're coming under a, a, a situation where things have changed and the moment, it's not necessarily that people have changed, but the trend that we believe in, which is the most dangerous thing, that's the most appealing thing on the Lazy Susan. Uh, you remember, Miss Roslyn, the Lazy Susan when you went to the barbecue? Remember that? Yes, Long ma'am. They yes, had ma'am. Lazy Susan, so they had the main dish, then they would have that little entree, and then they would have that little biscuit that would ride around on the outside of that Lady Susan. And it 
the minute the little sweet biscuits ran out, that was the end of the party. Yeah. <laughs> that was so you true. Go. So true. Yep. And we'll I think talk. that's where we are now. I think that there's enough political pressure out there for people who have money, who can make change, to be squashed and be shamed into, yeah, this is shame. This is what is operating right here. It, and, 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 and the gentleman who lost his contract that you mentioned, Rosalind, did you know that he was uh, offered another contract by Russell Simmons? Come on now. I believe it. I believe it. Yes, yes, yes. So we, we do have an opportunity to unplug in one institution and plug right into another. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and you notice the media notice notice that the media did not carry that story regarding the African American success of a man saying, "Okay, well, I can give you some uh, some uh, media attention, uh, some 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 marketing, some advertising attention." They didn't cover that story, but the the also nor did they name the people that were behind that company who dropped the endorsement. And we're talking about, well, we all support the American flag. We all stand for our country. But here you got somebody that then stood up supposedly for the country, but at the same time, the 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 the, the right the the far left wing media. They didn't say anything. Well, we got uh this. This is owned by the by the Coon Brothers or the or the or the Kong Brothers or this is owned by nobody said anything. Just oh yeah, he, he, his endorsement was dropped. See you later, bye. Yes, yes. I'd like to know who that was because I would drop them also. I want to go to Tim. Uh, you know we're on our fifteen mark. Uh, Tim, I I want to give you one last question. Here I come to you, sir. Um, as a person who has, you know, dedicated his life to the service of this country, what do you consider patriotism? I mean, what is true patriotism? And is there really such a word? Patriotism is going and fighting without hesitation for a cause. The cause is I'm fighting to protect my brothers, my sisters, my aunts, my uncles, my nieces, my nephews, my families, my friends. I will lay my life down for them to protect them. That is what patriotism. I'm fighting for their rights, and I'm fighting for their freedom, even if it costs me my life. Wow. Wow. And so what would you say as a true patriot who who, has actually shown this by your example of your life? You know, we have a lot of people who are making comments negatively who don't even understand what it is to make a true commitment as you have. So what would you like to see our country do? And in terms of moving forward, what would you like to see change? Okay, until we make change, we can't heal. And the only way that we're going to heal is by removing that anthem. Um, I, I would like to say this as well. As far as slavery is concerned, that was 300 years ago. When they first brought the Africans over to enslave them, they briefed them. They told them how to walk 
how to hang their head, how to turn their knuckles to look like a monkey, how not to look at somebody in the eyes. When they debrief them, they didn't teach them how to, to um, go into mainstream society and read and write and learn and go to school. They did not do it, and it was by design. So we need to be, we need to be retrained as a people. We need to be re- retrained. They, they, they trained us how not to be, not they trained us how to be. And, but we can do that ourselves. We just need to be allowed to do it. That's a deep statement right there, man. Because um, I don't, I don't, I don't think that uh, you know the people can be retrained. I think, I think the kids, the children who are going to be the future leaders in this country, need to be re-educated as far as knowing that you are somebody. Because right now we have a massive amount of kids running around thinking they are nobody. And as long as these this massive amount of kids run around who don't respect parents, don't respect their elders, there's going to be continual, continual fighting and killing. And the thing that you said that I really concur with, these types of individuals now are getting into our correctional system, becoming officers of correction with the United States of America, and they are, like, letting it go like the wild, wild west. So, you know, I I, I don't think redirecting is is the the massive amount, but I think reeducating the kids from grades one through five is going to start. And getting them from five to ten is going to truly start making a difference because, you know, once the seeds planted and the, and the roots start going down, we what 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 can we do? We can't we can't, you know, pull it up. It'll die. If we go in and and try to redirect it, it might stop. But if we reeducate the growers of the tree, it might it might make a change because there might be some new blood that'll give us some new legislation that'll continue to assist with the change. I mean, slavery yesterday is, 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 to me, is still a little visible of slavery today, but it's just not you saying, yes, I'm boss. It's it's you saying, hey, it's my job. Well, I think um, I really appreciate Tim uh, Denton's comments. I also appreciate you, Rodney, and, you know, our thoughts go out to you as you support your mother, and uh, we know that your family has, you know, um, is dealing with a, a crisis in your family. Our prayers go out to you, brother. And, you know, you, Tim, you guys exemplify what real black men are. Uh, you're intelligent. You're bright. You're quick-witted. You you uh, make things happen. Rodney, you've made things happen, you know, as long as I've known you and Tim, you're making things happen and writing books and, and, and educating us and lifting us up. And, and we just, first off, we want to thank you. But we also want to let you know that, you know, we recognize that there's a real danger for black men. There's right. a danger in, in, in many aspects of it. 
and we admire and 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 love our black men, and we don't. Uh, am I right, Rosalind? That's right. That's and we right. don't want to lose you to haphazardness, and and these deaths, these random deaths, have become haphazard, but it's become commonplace. And right. that is the problem that we're having. I think people don't realize that that is the issue. And what has happened with, you know, the social media, it has brought it to the attention. And now we've really become more capable of understanding that these kind of mediums like P25CL, where, excuse me, where we can talk to one another from coast to coast, from one country to the next, this is the way we're going to have to push forward our news and our information and our revenue source because we cannot rely on this $150 TV bill that I pay every month to bring you the news that is really going to affect me and my life, which is really talking about what's happening to me and my offspring. Now, you know we're on the move. You know we're being displaced, and we're going to be doing – a story about that. I'm I'm working on it right now. We're going to put together the story about African Americans and what's happening with our with our housing and with our cities. And as Tim related, with the community that is necessary to not only oversight the local government, but be a part of local government and be elected into local government. Where are we going? Where are we relocating? And do we have a voice where we're going? So, um, Rosalind, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, I don't see Andre, our CEO, yet. So why don't you, I hate to throw this on your lap, but we do need a little bit of an update on T25CL and what's going on. You know, we're really excited because we know United We Stand is getting its finishing touches, and we know there's going to be a premiere we know that there's going to be concerts. We know that there's venues in line. Could you give us like a two-minute update of what's going on with T25CL to the best of your knowledge? Oh, of course, of course. Well, you know, you know we're all about getting it, making it happen, you know. Um, well, let's start with, first of all, our venue uh, will be ready very soon, very soon. Uh, it's a nice, intimate venue where we're going to have um, um, groups come in to perform, uh, spoken word, uh, one woman shows with B- uh, Brenda Lee Yeager, also with uh, a set for uh, uh, authors to come in um, with their books. We're going to have, you know how the authors come in and they do read from their books. We're going to have so many different things that's going to take place at this new venue. It's, it's going to be very nice. Um, but so far as United, we, can, we stand Oh, my God. The trailer for United We Stand is phenomenal. People need to see our trailer. Um, I ask everyone to go to www.t25cl and look at the tremendous, tremendous work that Andre Ward, Ricardo Burgess, Gregory Harris, uh, even myself, my little, little two cents I put in there, but... You know, it is so great. I mean, it's going to be just something that that we have been working so diligently to bring forth to not only just to, to, you know, uh, our venues, but to the world. And so um, I look forward to, we all look forward to that 
uh, movie being released soon, shortly. Um, shortly. I'm not going to put a date on it because, you know, there's always those little add, you know, tidbits you still got to add on or take away or whatever. And they are working on that right now. That's probably why, uh, you know, uh, Andre and the guys are not here because they're still, still doing their part in making this movie tremendous, tremendous. So I'm I'm so proud of our company. I'm so proud of what we have accomplished, and not only that, what we're going to continue to accomplish, because we're taking it from small venues to big venues, you know, and 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 continuing doing it. And we have so many people who are have come on board, who have given us great support, and we're looking for more support. We're looking for sponsorship. We're looking for those to just back us up, and not only for our venues, but also for our radio shows. You know, our radio shows, we have great, great radio shows, and that's what we're looking for. People who are saying, you know, we we, we have a, a passion for your vision, and so that's where we are right now. It, the, the, the journey continues. Well, I love the way you said that. We have a passion for your vision. I that's, love that. that we're going to coin that phrase. I love right. it. Well, we thank you, and we know you have a show tomorrow night at 7.30. Did you want to tell us what your uh, what, what is your format? You're going to have uh, a guest, or will you have yeah. open forum tomorrow? Yeah, well, I'm having a guest. Uh, her name is Dr. Yolanda Dawson. She is an author of a book chosen by God but overlooked by man. So it's going to be a great, great topic. I was able to meet her at a uh, author's um, seminar uh, with uh, Jewel Diamond Taylor. It was, oh, my God, it was so great. And so we're having different authors with their books coming on. I'm going to have a, a series of authors coming on. And uh, so it's going to be a great show tomorrow. It's always good. Oh, oh yeah. It's fun. Well, wonderful. Well, I'll be sitting in, and we support you. And, uh, hey, we got a passion for your vision. I love it. <laughs> frame it. Frame it. <laughs> that is beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us. And I wanted to just give uh, Tim, uh, Tim, tell us again the title of your book, sir, and where we can expect your next. Are you working on another book, a sequel? Okay, once again, it is called The Big Payback by T.J. Denton, and you can get it at uh, Amazon Books and eBooks. Um, I am working on my second book. I, I can't disclose the title of that book, but it, um, it it's going to be a trilogy because uh, it, it's very extensive. I've I've done a lot of research. It starts off in Africa, and it'll come here to America. But there is nothing that is down about the book. Everything in this book is uplifting. It's showing how enriched as a people we were and as in, how enriched as a people that we are, kings, queens, um, princes, and princes, um, our strength our unity, um, our intelligence, and um, it, it, it's just, just going to accentuate everything positive about the Africans coming here to um, America. 
Oh, that's beautiful. Well, I thank you for giving us such great insight on this show. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. Thank you, and God bless you and your efforts. And come come up to the penthouse anytime you like, okay? okay. Thank you, Tim. And I also, Rodney, want to give a shout-out to Patience Azawi, who is on the line. Let's see if we can get Patience to... Uh, give us a few words. Patience, are you there? Okay, well, she's not feeling that well tonight, but we want to give her our blessings and let her know that we're praying for her speedy recovery. You know, Patience has a cooking show. She's a, a family member of T25CL, and uh, we're going to be hearing lots more from Patience uh, over the time coming. Anyway, Rodney, so... What do you think of them Raiders? <laughs> you know, I I, I applaud them in, in uh, stepping up to what they call a confidence level that they can do it. And I look forward I look forward to a season where it's not going to be a guess. It's going to be I know I can. And, man, when we head on into the playoffs, you heard that. We're headed into the playoffs. Anybody, anybody want? Anybody got something to say? Say it. No. <laughs> 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 well, we know, we know you're going into the playoffs, and we're just excited for you, for the Raiders because anytime there's a win, we want to see uh, the the Raiders uh, succeed. We love them. They're loved in Southern California, but Oakland is their home, and we we love them, and we love you too, Rodney. And we thank you for always being there and praying for your family and for, uh, uh, you know, God to just lead you. And we thank you for your strength and for your uh, ever-presence, your intelligence, and for your support. So, everybody, we thank you for listening. Uh, This is T25CL.com is our website where you can go check us out, see what we're all about, where you can find out more about United We Stand, where you can support the Galaxy Talk radio show family, starting on Monday nights with Compton Politics, Tuesday nights with Straight Talk, Wednesday nights with Rosalind's Corner, Thursday nights with Soul Vibration, and then Friday nights with Thunder Keys with Keys to the Kingdom. So we've got a full lineup for you at 7.30. We would ask you to go there, find out the coordinates so you can dial in, and then also, of course, support the artists. Make sure you buy some music, buy a film, support uh, black-owned business. I mean, this is what it's all about. If we support each other, then there's nobody out there that's going to be able to tear us down. Anyway, I want to thank my guest tonight, everyone. Thank you so much for being on. And to all, a good night. Good night. Good night. night. Go Raiders. Go Raiders. (laughs) Good night.